So yeah, welcome back to the Retro Breakdown, Tom. I'm here, I'm here. I, I, I heard you played uh, some Sonic 3. Yeah, I think we talked about it in the in the episode itself, but like we were going to play Sonic CD. I, you know, that I was have the original plan because like I've never I don't think I've even seen Sonic CD. You, at least never not Sonic for boomed? any. What's that? Isn't that isn't Sonic Boom from there? Isn't that the, the, the theme so, song the, from Sonic? The theme? It might be. I don't know. I, I, oh, my God. Wait, for I the longest know. time, I thought Sonic Boom was like. I, I, like, sure. I thought Sonic Boom the song and Sonic Boom the the like game and show were like related, but like no, they're separated by like no, it's, twenty I'm, years. I'm pretty sure it's that sick opening. It's Sonic Boom. I'm almost positive that is from Sonic CD, and it's it's glorious. It's a great song. It, like it really, it's it really very is. of its era, but I like it a lot. I don't like. Oh. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's Sonic Boom. That's yeah. it. If you don't know what we're talking about, Google it because I'm almost positive it's Sonic CD. Uh, but you could just type that in Sonic sounds Boom. right. But there's so many like weird Sonic like Sonic half games from that era. True. Hell, like... From that era, there's there's <laughs> every Sonic game <laughs> that has come out since Sonic and Knuckles. And even that one is a w- little bit weird, has been sort of a strange spinoff of whatever Sonic was at one. Point That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's part of what we talk about, too. But yeah, we we were going to play Sonic CD and Jesse was like, well, I want to like I don't want to go in with like no knowledge. And I feel like I need to brush up on my Sonic lore. <laughs> fair, fair. You know, because I, you know. Because the two of us basically were like, we played Sonic 2 a bunch and Sonic 1 a little bit and Sonic 3, like, maybe a couple of times. Sonic is pretty rad. She was like, um, she was like, I should play the first three Sonic games in preparation for Sonic CD. And I was like, oh, "Oh, that's too much Sonic. Honey, listen, (laughs) you are vastly overestimating the amount of prep that Tom and I do for these podcasts. Sometimes we don't even play the game we're podcasting, <laughs> much less the entire series canon up to that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, God. So that that led to like, OK, well, neither of us have actually played all of Sonic 3. As we, we talked about is it. like, do you know, like, what does the ending boss even look like? What it like? What is that even? I actually like, don't name remember. more zones in Sonic three than like Angel Island and Ice Cap. And I only know Ice Cap zone because of the music. I mean, I was going to say Ice Cap zone is one of my favorite tunes, mostly because it's it's also got that uh, the Jetsons, not not the cartoon, the the band. No, I know. They're, yeah. The, okay, yeah. The one that everyone thinks is uh, is Michael Jackson. But like, it's actually like a one to one rip of that. Yeah, well, that, I think uh, it's because if I remember correctly, it's something that had to do where the the guy that managed that band had something to do with Michael Jackson at, or whatever. So it was sort of like a weird, it's like a vicarious connection Interesting. through it, I believe. And and there might have been, I do remember that Michael Jackson was going to work on Sonic 3, but hated the way it sounded yep. on the Genesis. Yeah, that um, is the, we still don't have any like hard proof one way or another, but like the strongest circumstantial evidence leads to like, yeah, he did some work on, on the game. And then was like, yeah, no, this Yamaha chip sounds like trash. Wrong. Take my name off of this, please. How rude. You know, I agree that most Genesis music doesn't sound that, you know, it's, you know, you know it's got that Genesis sound. And if you like it, you like uh-huh. it. And if you don't, you don't. But I think the Genesis sound chip works really, really well for certain types of sounds and is absolutely terrible for everything else. 
<laughs> Fair. Like it does really well for like a nine like a nineties grunge rock type of sound. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or and, yeah, it's and anything sort of like uh anything sort of like house club techno type of stuff. Like the Streets of Rage soundtrack works extremely well because yeah, of the because of yeah. that soundtrack. Oh my uh, god, because that, that sounds so good. So like it uses what that chip is the the sounds that chip can actually produce to create like a like basically a house mix that you could just play in a club cuz that's what yeah that's what uh, Yuzo Koshiro was going for. <laughs> so like that actually works really well. But that, that, for yeah. for anything else you want to like try to you want to <laughs> try to do like a you know like an orchestra you can get out with that. No, that's not happening. <laughs> no, no, you have to you have to go the fancy star four route where it's just like, oh, hit me with that opening soundtrack. That that just that just feels good. The 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 metal y guitar mm-hmm. uh electric. Bow yeah. <laughs> But but you know, the like Chrono Trigger would sound really, really I, right. I bet you someone's done that. I would like to hear that. Chrono Trigger soundtrack with the the, Jenga, the Genesis the sound. Genesis sound chip. Yeah, <laughs> that would be uh, interesting. But yeah, Sonic Three. I, I I remember thinking it felt like cheating when I played as a kid because you could save. Yeah, and I was like, well, that's that- awesome. I was like, very. I was all about it. I was. I didn't think it was. I didn't. Okay, so I guess I don't look at cheating as ne- necessarily negative in video games. But um, I I thought that that was like the first time I felt like there was save stating before save stating was a thing. In yeah, my yeah, mind. yeah. And it it makes sense because like Sonic Two is like absolutely punishing. Mm-hmm. I only beat Sonic Two got, once or twice. You got ten zones and a boss fight, and you better do them all on one set of lives. Yep. And a couple of continues. You got a few continues. Yeah. But then you have to do the like, you have to do the whole boss fight perfectly, because you never get rings. So you have to do Metal Sonic and and the Robotnik and Big Boy. Yeah, that's uh, right. Robot thing. Yeah. Without getting hit. So like. I had many, I had many an instance growing up where I would, I would, uh, I got to play through the entire game and have like 25 lives and lose them all in 10 minutes, just trying to memorize the metal Sonic pattern. Do me a favor. I just wanted to see the last stage because I couldn't think of the name. So I typed in Sonic 2 into Google. Could you, could you do that for me? Just what? Just Just type Sonic 2. Because I, I want to see if this is just because of my searches or something, or if this I got is a just... bunch of stuff for the movie. Yep, yep, okay, that's what I thought. Sonic 2, the video game, is now not what Google thinks of as Sonic 2. <laughs> it's not Very what weird. they are paid <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, to yes, show yes, you. Yes, I, that's, that's, but that's implied nowadays when it comes to Google, <laughs> right? Otherwise, when you search something, you wouldn't just get an endless number of uh bad websites with the exact same information copy and paste it into each other and you're like what the hell how how the real question is how far down do you have to scroll to get to a reference to the game i think it's you got the the video trailers and then i have a subset of it in sonic the two sonic the hedgehog 2 film then it says sonic the hedgehog 2 wikipedia which is the platform game yep so but it's but it's it's indented it's not actually the main search it's because google's like well i guess i'll try and do a good job and I, then I IMDb only. for the film, Polygon for the film, Fandom for the film. Oh, play, play! I got play Google, Sonic the Hedgehog two classic. Yeah, Apps. and then Google trying to literally just sell you the game. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, okay. I also like that it had related searches and it had Mortal Kombat Annihilation. 
and Dead or Alive the movie. Oh my god, I forgot about this match. I yeah, I forgot about that entirely. Oh, so anyway, wow. yeah, we played Sonic Three. It was a good time. That was the last episode. Jesse was on it. Um, as uh, as Tom was out for the week, and mm-hmm. uh, yep, man, it was, wanna... it was a good time. Go check that one out. Uh, what uh, I've got. All right, so if I were to like, okay. we haven't recorded together in like a month, pretty okay, close to a like, month. Yeah, uh, we took a, we extended all the the tier list and Home Alone and all that stuff like all in the same week, and just kind of spread it out over the holidays so we could take a big extended break. Which I have also taken a big extended like week and a half long break from streaming as well, which has been that's right, which has been uh, rather relaxing. Nice, just chilling, you know. Sometimes you got to just vibe. But there is some stuff that has happened since we last recorded. And I feel like um, if I were to like go into full detail on everything, we would it would, be, talking it about would be like a three and a half hour podcast. OK, so I'm going to try to give like the I'm going to try to give like the quick hits. All right. Give me the give me the cliff notes. Um. All right. So I played Outer Wild. I don't know if I was playing Outer Wilds when we last recorded. We were you were not because I I did not hear about you playing it. So I, that means I was not around to watch okay. you play it. Are you familiar with Outer Wilds? I know it's a game that exists and I know it's like a big, cool mystery. OK, yeah, it's I can't really say anything about it because I actually would. Um, I, my understanding is it, it spoils it if you know anything. <laughs> basically, it, it's it's um it's on that 13 Sentinels level of like. Yeah, don't find out anything about it. Just play it and and find out for yourself. Okay, cool. Um, but it's but, very but good, it, and I do actually recommend that you do that. I liked it a lot. Excellent. I will put that on my list of games that I want to play, but probably never will. Yep, that's completely understandable. <laughs> it probably would have stayed on that list for me, <laughs> if not for the fact that someone requested it on the stream. See, that's and, that is um, where streaming is kind of cool. Where it like this whole podcast actually, and yeah, honestly, God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 forced me to play a whole bunch of games that I wanted that I want to play that I I don't. So, uh, maybe maybe I should force myself to play it because I I actually I wanted to play it when it first came out. I thought it looked interesting, and then just nah, that's it. I've I've heard only good things about it, but for whatever mm-hmm. reason, I'm always like, mm, I think I'll just I think I'll just play something else for some reason because I don't own the game yet. It know. is you know what it is. It is um. I run into this a lot where it's like there are games that are consistently in the top five for games that I uh, consistently in the top five for games that I would like to play right now. Mm-hmm. And it's never number one. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's always, always like number manages. three or four and <laughs> yeah, it so stays it... there. And like, I'll play what's number one or two and then something else that's newer or Gets that's in the more way. recent in my, in my mind will pop up and usurp the, those number one and two yeah, spots. Or, or it's like the wrong genre in the moment or something yep. like that. Yeah, I, for I also one play reason Control. or another, it will just stay stuck in like number three to five games that I want to play at this particular moment and never mm-hmm. move. Control's one of those ones that I want to play that's mm. in that same boat. It, yep. I heard it's really cool. Yep. I've only seen speedruns of it at uh, AGDQ, yep. which yep. just started like an hour ago <laughs> at the time s- of recording. Yeah. Uh, they're playing Neo 2 right now. It's the first run of the uh, the thing, which is cool, but I didn't really like Neo 1 and haven't played Neo 2, so... What what the hell's Neo? N-I-O-H. It's basically oh, like... Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yep. Not I'm like Matrix Neo. I'm picturing... Th- th- yeah, that's what I'm picturing, that spelling. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, Neo, like, and unless that's why when you said what the hell is Neo, I was like, you know what it is. You just aren't you just aren't hearing it as (laughs) N-I-O-H. No, yeah, I I even have it for I got it for free. I think PlayStation get it one month or something like that. And I I started up and I was like, I don't feel like playing this at all. (laughs) Yeah, I I I played it like off the tail of playing Sekiro, which was a terrible idea. I've well, I've also heard that Sekiro is but play completely differently. And my understanding is that Sekiro is sort of one of the like, hey, you're are you sure you don't like the genre of game? Maybe you should maybe you should give this one a try sort of experiences where where it's where it kind of transcends the the Dark Souls uh, problems in some ways and add some really cool elements. And yes, that's that's sort of what I've it makes it fast. It gives you movement and it and it lets you pause. Yeah, all of those things. Awesome. Awesome additions, I will say. Yeah. <laughs> so like it it feels a lot it definitely has the sort of souls like stamina based combat in a in, okay. a in a way. And it's hard. Yeah, I watched you fight some giant blood dragon thing on a small bridge and die a whole bunch, but then finish mm, it and feel good yeah. about it. Okay. So to be fair, what you are referring to is me playing the Sekiro randomizer. Ah. That boss isn't supposed to be there. <laughs> okay that boss is supposed to be in a much larger more open area where it's a lot more fun to fight it so <laughs> do was, not judge i did i totally judged uh the game on that i was like yeah i'm not playing this i don't care what anybody says <laughs> no do not judge sekiro based on that the encounter that's supposed to happen there is actually designed for that area but i played the randomizer which randomizes not only item locations but boss locations so I got like the worst possible thing. I mean, I thought I ended up having to fight like a dude on a horse in a tatami like in a tatami room at the top of a pagoda, at the top of a pagoda. And like his head was like clipping through the ceiling. I suppose context is important. Extremely important. Because that was a stream that I think I was watching without sound because I was doing something else. And so I was just like watching you playing it because I was like, oh, this is I'm curious about it. I I think during the stream, I I said repeatedly, like, this is not supposed to be here. Yeah, sound sound is useful. And when you're watching something that's audio and visual. Yeah, we'll talk about that a bit later, because I ended up playing the last half of today's podcast game without audio. Oh, my. That's that's I, I already hate it. Um, Especially because right. the music in this game is fantastic. But we'll yeah, talk the about music that was very good. We played Musha today. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. Yes. Um, all right. So where was I? Um, I we, played we Outer talking... Wilds. It's really good. I can't tell you anything. Sure. Um, awesome. Uh, definitely put it on the on the list of games to maybe play, but maybe not. Um, <laughs> you if, must play this game if you want to be my friend. If uh, if you don't want to actually play it, the uh, the let's play is going up on YouTube in about five minutes. Hmm. So will it be? I'm guessing it was took you. It's like a 15 hour game or something, right? Eh, roughly. I think it took me a little bit more than that. Oh, sure, um, sure. I I don't I don't mean. Because it's, yeah, it's, what it is, is like, well, I, I, nope, I can't don't say, do it, don't like, do it. It is, it is like, it is like La Mulana in that the length of the game is dependent on how long it takes you to figure things out. Ah, okay. So it's puzzly. Yeah, it's very puzzly. I actually um, didn't know that was even a puzzle game. I, I literally, so that's, that's, I'm not annoyed about that, by the way. It's, I'm not, <laughs> that's totally No, fine. I think it's important to like know what you're getting yourself into. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, um, is, it is it is about exploration and then contextualizing the things that you're exploring. Cool. 
Okay. Uh, so what, what else? What? Because it, I know you, it seems like you got a lot of, a lot of exciting things. I got a lot. I finished Atelier Chalet last night, um, which is one of the things that I did. Oh. I, I started playing that like months ago and then dropped it because I just got busy with other stuff. And one yeah. of the things that I wanted to do with this week off of streaming is pick that back up and finish it. That's awesome. And I did last night. And um, the ending is bad. <laughs> you don't play those games for the the, the ending, I guess. No, the, 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 the story adventure. and the ending. It's the friends like, you make. Yes, it really is just like you are just kind of playing a slice of life thing with some item crafting stuff. And, <laughs> you know, there is a central conflict. But if you ever expect that central conflict to be like settled in any way, you are going to be disappointed. <laughs> well, there's only like 12 or 15 games or something, so whatever. There's, I think, 22. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. I was only off by half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't remember exactly how many there are, but I know that in the credits of this one, it was like Project A16 for like the 16th Atelier game. And this one came out in like 2014, so... <laughs> Oh and they basically God. come out with like one or more every year. That's nuts. So, so, you know, speaking of Atelier, I, uh, <laughs> when I was at my mom's, I was doing something in, um, my bedroom where I had, uh, like my shelf of some PS2 games. And I went over there to do, to look at something else. And I was like, oh, oh, hey, I own the first Atelier on PS2 game, the one that's just like oh yeah, Iris, like an action RPG or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, hey, I didn't even know that. Yeah, Iris so, is definitely more like traditional, regular, just go on a go on an adventure to save the world type of RPG. Yeah, yeah, it just made me smile that that I was, I was, I was like, I gotta tell Dean, he'll he'll be excited to know that I I own this game in my list of games that i w i would like to play someday but probably won't it's been a long time now so that's that, that's way heavier in the probably won't category at yeah. this point honestly like there's they're so hard to keep up with that like there's a part of me that's like oh it would be kind of cool to go back and see like the series origins but i probably won't either <laughs> you know what I'll, ha I'll have to come spend a week at your house and we'll, we'll play uh a long rpg together all day for, that could be week. fun I, I do like cool. the idea of like, you know, let's let's focus the uh, let's focus this visit around doing this particular. Yeah, it's it's actually can be a particular thing. It can be a good time. Kyle and I rushed through like Final Fantasy 13 and um, 13 to that way. And it made it made the games way more fun than yeah. they should have been. <laughs> well, it's also like there's always those moments when you're hanging out and especially when you have like a couple of days to hang out where there's yes. like. There's like a day or two in there or at least a few hours during the day where it's like, I don't know. Like, what do you want to do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and it's and it makes there, there's lots of moments in games. And I mean, it's it's true, I guess, with most things where if you sharing if you're sharing the experience with somebody else, it can kind of make them more memorable or more enjoyable, yeah. not because of the ex not because of what's going on in the thing you're doing, but because of, you know, you're you're hanging out with a friend. <laughs> right, right. Um, I I briefly played with the idea of streaming Atelier Sophie, which mm. is the next game in the series and the first on PS4. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I spent like three and a half hours. Oh my. Um, just going through and looking at all of the properties on all of my items to get the best properties on my weapons and armor so that I could beat the, so that I could beat all the mega bosses at the end of the game. Yeah. 
And I was like, I can't stream this. <laughs> this, this, like, it's 3.30 in the morning. I just have completely lost track of time. And I'm not even, like, I'm not even looking or thinking at what's going, like, this is taking so long. <laughs> there is no, there is no content here. There's oh, no man. value to this content whatsoever. It's it's funny because sometimes that it's it's weird how the time can disappear like that. And then you're like, hmm, this would be really boring for stream. Because on the one mm -hmm. hand, you'd think, wow, I've spent a whole bunch of time doing this stuff. Maybe it'd be fun for streaming. But then 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 you realize, oh, I guess it, I don't know if people want to watch me look through menus and read websites for three hours. Yep. And that's literally what it was. And it's <laughs> it's interesting because that type of thing is usually something that I I just abhor in video games. I, I despise the, like the, the min-maxing kind of stuff. The min-maxing <clears throat> and the and the looking through menus and like making sure that you get all the optimal everything on everything. But there's a there's a dichotomy there because I like doing it when I get to do it my way. <laughs> sure, yeah, that makes sense. Like, so I don't like looking at a I don't like looking at a guide and having to do everything like by the book because mm -hmm. that takes away like I feel like that takes away my input. Yeah, well, it's 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 what gives you your that gives you joy, right? It's yeah. not for you. It's not necessarily for you about beating it. Of course, that's part of it. But you would rather be able to beat it on whatever you did, like your terms, whereas it's it's that feeling okay of like way. it's that feeling of being able to go into it and being like, oh, I wonder if this works. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, you, you know. see like, OK, so this, you know, so this weapon does this thing, but this accessory gives me this, you know, this like boost or this additional this additional effect and i wonder if those stack and if those stack i wonder if it would you know i wonder if those will work together and have this effect and if oh my god if that all works together it's completely broken oh my god it works you you, you want you want to know it gave that feeling really well and What's i'm that? gonna i'm bringing it up again i don't care pocket circuit oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was like one of those i loved that mm -hmm. at the end i did the very last race, I think I ended up looking online because, like, I'm done. I just want to finish this. I kind of did, too, because <clears throat> it seemed like nothing that I did would work. And then it's like, oh, take stuff off. Yeah, that's when I didn't realize. And and it was like, no, just try it three times and you'll probably end up one mm -hmm. of them will work. And I was like, oh, I didn't Eventually, realize. Eventually, the RNG will be in your favor. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize there. Yeah, I didn't realize there was that much randomness to the, yeah. to the tracks. I thought it was more if you do this, you'll win kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but. Up until the very the very last race or two, it was a lot of fun just trying things out and being like, oh, man, that worked. Oh, cool. That's fun. Oh, I want to go get some money to buy this part. That kind of stuff. Totally get that. Yep. One hundred percent. So, yeah, Atelier is a game where I can kind of do that. And the stakes are so are generally so low that like it doesn't really matter if you do. But if you want to just like learn the systems and and figure it out to the point where it's just busted. Yeah. And it's busted because you were smart. Yeah. Yeah. That feels like, good. That, that feels good. I also, uh, I talked about this several months ago when I actually started it. Um, so I started playing it. I, I made the mistake, I will say, of playing on Jesse's New Game Plus profile. I remember you talking about this. Yeah. Yes. Um, which was weird because the whole joy of that game is like the the loop is basically like you go out and you find 
you go out and you find stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You find ingredients as you explore, and then as you explore those areas, you bring those ingredients back to make stuff, and then that stuff, that, you know, that weapons and armor and items and healing items and stuff like that, attack items, um, you make all that stuff, that makes you stronger, and that makes you able to go into more difficult areas to get better ingredients to bring back to craft stronger stuff to go into stronger areas, and that's the loop, right? Yeah, yep, yeah. So I, it's a very, very typical video game loop. Like, get stronger stuff, go to stronger areas, get stronger stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so starting the game with, like, maximum strong stuff... You just kind of bum rush through, I would exp- Yeah, I would it makes it... It kind of breaks that loop because you go into all the early game areas and there's nothing there for you. Yep, you're just you're just and you bring you it back. Pick and, it up. You just sell it. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, nothing's exciting because like I don't need this. Everything that I'm holding is better than all of this. So why do I even need to craft anything at all? That's I mean that is the new game plus experience. Yes, but it's usually fun because you've already done the other half. Right. If 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 it's fun at all, I mean I I will say that new game plus is kind of I I enjoy the idea of it, but most of the time I just ignore it because i i mean i just beat the game i don't want to beat it again unless i was right. going for trophies or something like that then obviously it was convenient there is a trophy involved because this game has two protagonists and they ah. like work together but it's like choose which one you want to be like your primary protagonist and the, okay, the yeah, story unless... changes slightly the first game i experienced like that was star ocean the second story for mm. for, for playstation and then the um the the true ending which was what I earlier referred to as disappointing. Yes. Um, you have to you have to get that by playing through on New Game Plus with the other, oh, with the, the other, other person. So you, yeah. yeah. So you basically see both sides of the story. Um, and I was like, well, Jesse already played this years ago, so I will just use her profile and do New Game Plus to get the true ending by using the other protagonist. Yeah, sure. Uh, which seemed like a good idea at the time. And I generally still had fun with the game, but like it was definitely a bad choice to do that because yeah, because you didn't the, have any. There was like it just no. made the game less fun. The, it yeah. breaks the it breaks the whole feedback loop of like, oh man, now I can make this. I finally found that thing, that one ingredient that I was missing to make this. It was in this area. Now I can make this new cool stuff. Yeah, I can make dynamite, but I have nukes in my inventory. Yep, literally <laughs> that. Yep, literally that. The uh, it, it, I guess the only good thing is if you have a lot of games you're trying to get through, I imagine mm-hmm. this was now much shorter because yes. you, you only had to play it f- like, you know, it's going to cut the game in half in terms of, of time, I, I would think, unless you did all of the well, it sounds like you did a lot of the end game bonus stuff. So that adds extra time that you may not have done. I did on new game plus. And I also made the choice of playing on no hope difficulty. Oh, okay. So you gave yourself a challenge then. Yes, because the uh, because the game says like this is the intended uh, new game plus difficulty. And I was like, well, okay, we'll go through on the, you know, the intended possible difficulty, which, you know, did help it from not being just like a wipe. Like I, I actually had a difficult time with it. Which I appreciated, like, that was good, but it also... Yeah, it's what you were hoping for. You know, it also made the whole thing take a lot longer, and I did do all of the endgame, uh, the difficult endgame bonus stuff, which is 
boy, some of those bosses are just not fair. You ever are, you ever play a JRPG where like the the games the game's idea of how to make a boss difficult is just to give him eight turns in a row? I was I was I was about to say um I I finished the secret like the ultimate boss in Octopath Traveler, so yes. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm very familiar with the idea of a boss being like, hey, you need to do this on almost this oh, this way, and that's it. Otherwise, I'm just going to kill you because I get yeah. to move ten times in a row. Yeah, yeah. I the, will the just best kind of difficult. I will obviously. just keep acting until you're all dead, <laughs> and Jeez. that's how this fight will go. Mm, yeah, there's one towards the very end where he um he has these really strong attacks that hit everybody in the party. And usually they, um, usually like they take out at least one person. Sure. Um, if they, but he has a mechanic where if you, um, if one of your characters gets hit or Mm -hmm. if one of your characters gets KO'd in battle, he gets an extra turn where he heals 10% of his maximum health. Uh Oh, and you can revive them like yeah, but having your characters 10%. get KO'd and reviving them is a thing that happens very frequently. But yeah, Healing 10% of your life, that's he, he's rough. got 100,000 HP and if uh, he's got 100,000 HP and if he KOs one of your characters on any turn, he gets a free turn to heal 10,000 HP. Yeah, it's, that seems reasonable. So, know. yeah, the, the end game stuff, not super great, but I am finally done with the entire PS3 Atelier canon. All right. So, so can I can I to... can retire the jet engine for a bit. <laughs> Does your PS3 run like really, really loud for no reason? Uh, y- yes. OK. Extremely loud. Yes. OK. I'm I'm. I actually thought it wasn't going to work a long time ago, but it's still trucking. Yeah, it's I mean, I don't know, honestly, when even is the next time I'll use it for anything. But um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm sure that point, I will. But like now that I'm done with the, the Atelier games were like the last real thing that I was playing on it. And now that those are done, I'm I'm pretty much off of it for a while. So I'm, I'm off. I'm off the PS3 off the PS3 train. I, it was like, honestly, because I was playing those games, it was probably the the console that I've been playing the most over the last month. <laughs> no, you know, that's I, I was just laughing at the uh, it, it sounded like, you know, you're you know, you're off the, the smack. Like, yeah, you're, you're done with drugs now. <laughs> yep, absolutely. <laughs> you that's know cool, me. Oh, uh, yeah, dude, I know. Trust me. Jeez, this guy. <laughs> Uh, all right, so Atelier done, played Outer Wilds, that was good. AGDQ is starting, that'll be a good time. Um, yeah, there's a game, um, we, shoot, I looked at the schedule a while back and I saw that one of the games on there was one that we just played. Uh, uh, Donkey Kong Country 2 is starting. I saw that, yeah. No, there's another one too. I'm, I'm like trying to find It's like one of the first the, games. The schedule, because it was like, oh hey, that's cool, we just played that, and now I can't think of which one it was i you know i see orca of seasons on here and every time i we talk about zelda i always think about how you haven't played those and that that would be really fun so oh actually yeah. that's what it was they, they're playing act razor tomorrow morning oh yeah i did see that it's at a time slot which people in america a lot of won't be able to 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 watch it because it's like six in the morning but yeah that's, that's still kind of cool that's happening yeah and we just played it 
Yeah, I enjoyed ActRaiser. I, I will probably, what will probably end up actually happening is I'll probably find that on a, on a VOD or something. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this exam is fairly early in the morning. <laughs> I cannot guarantee, like, I am more likely to be still up at 6 a.m. than I am to be, <laughs> than I am Waking to have, up. like, slept and woken up. <laughs> yeah. um, Preparing those stats for the endgame bosses. Literally, I was up until five last night just doing synthesis over and over to get like the best to get like the best attack and speed boosts so that I wouldn't get overwhelmed with like eight turns in a row. Hey, it worked. It did. You it did. did. It. And on the and on the highest difficulty. Come on. That's so pretty, like that feels pretty I, good. I fully I fully mastered that game and it feels good. That's awesome. Um, what else? Oh, I played Zedette. Um, Zedat, I don't have a clue. Yeah, you shouldn't. Um, you know what? For for your benefit, I will just uh, I'm gonna send you a video of me playing this on YouTube because I posted it to YouTube. It's a very short series. It's only gonna be four episodes. Okay. Um, is it an old game or nope, a new game that's dressed in, up like an old game? It came out in 2021. Let's see. I'm I am waiting with bated breath. I I would explain it to you, but I think it's better that I just let it happen. I just send you this and you can oh. watch for 15 seconds and be like, "Oh god." Oh my god, that's loud. Um, let's see. This looks Mhm. Oh, this looks awful. Okay, it here's looks like the it, thing. it looks like it looks like a game. If it's released recently, though, I'm going to guess it's actually awful on purpose. So it's actually not awful. Yes, that's exactly it. That is exactly it. <laughs> well, yes. this looks like this looks like this looks like it would be in, in a Dean's best game of the year category. If I if I was being honest. <laughs> okay, so um, a uh, a Cuso friend of mine. Well, <laughs> a Cuso Grande friend. If I call him a Cuso friend, it sounds like I'm calling him a shitty friend. It does, yes. Um. Uh, so NPC Lives sent me uh, a copy of Zedet and apparently several other people to spread the joy of Zedet. I believe NPC is, in fact, the world record holder in this game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, um, and he sent that to me on Christmas and said, please enjoy the best game of 2021. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like the Cuso community for sure. And the thing is, you like sick f- <laughs> the so I wrote a Steam review for this game. I've never written a Steam review before, but I wrote a Steam review for this game. <laughs> and the I lead off the review by saying this is a good game wearing the skin of a bad game. Uh, OK, OK. Like the visuals and sound and the design and the fact that you can't turn around and and the the limited tool set that you have makes it seem like a really, really and and your comically large sprite. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that you die instantly to like any tiny contact event with anything. All of that comes together and makes it really, really seem like a bad game. <laughs> But it's all designed around all of like it's designed around all of your disadvantages. Yeah. 
So it ends up actually being like the controls are surprisingly <laughs> you, tight. You just said that in the video and I was like, wait, am I hearing double? Then I realized I had to fit. I'm not even kidding. I jumped ahead to like 20 minutes and you, mm -hmm. it was like, wow, this game's really, it's like a bad game, but it's designed around all of your limitations. Like what the hell? <laughs> yes, exactly. I will say it as many times as I need to. You will never, if you, if you just look and listen to the game, it has all the markings of a terrible game, but the developers are in on the joke. So it is absolutely a bad game on purpose, but is, but is secretly actually a good game because everything, everything about it that seems bad is like, is designed in a particular way where that like actually makes sense. I, it's hard to explain, but it's. No, I get it. Yeah, it is. Um, it's it's almost logic. like playing. It's almost like playing a rhythm game in a weird way, because okay. like your swing is really big, but and your sprite is really big, but almost everything that you fight dies in one hit. So it's basically just about like knowing exactly what the timing is and, and when to and when to swing and everything and, and when to move and the level design is consistent. So mm -hmm. once you just learn that and you understand how to, how to deal with it, like everything's fine. Yeah. I had a really good time with it. It's a, it's a silly goofy game and there is a, uh, there is a thing in the game where there's a background element in every, um, in every stage yeah. That you have to that doesn't stand out very much. But if you hit all of them, um, you unlock the true ending, which is a super boss battle against a sandbag with a Ryu headband. <laughs> of course. Of course. <clears throat> and if you beat it, you get this. Greatest player in the world. <laughs> you have come to the true end of Zedet, the best video game of all time and delivered an outstanding performance. Tell everyone around you and rest. You deserved it. <laughs> So, like, I got to that point and I was like, okay, if anyone was unsure up to this point whether the developers are in on the joke and realize that and, and like, understand that they made, like, a silly, bad, good game. Yeah, like, it's it's super obvious. It's super obvious. That, that diploma is, like, that is your proof. They are in on the <laughs> yeah. joke. They know. I mean, if I, I feel like you have to know that even in the beginning, right? Like there's no way that they could make this without being in on the joke. I mean, if you read this, the steam description, it is also very obvious because <laughs> it's <laughs> I think one of the headings is like would have been the would have been the greatest game of 1989. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like there's there's when if someone was trying to do this and making it serious, mm -hmm. it would be way worse. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. So the fact that it's good makes me believe that they would have been in on the joke from the beginning. So, yeah, Zedet is uh, Zedet is a fun game. Um, I don't know that I would say I recommend it, but like yeah, if you I'm ever played play older, like, you know, sort of Sodan and like old, like janky platformer stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, there's fun to be had here. Definitely. That's cool. What a what a cool find. Uh finally, um I I'm not sure that you uh I'm not sure that you saw this and I think it was after it might have been after my last stream of the year. 
I don't remember exactly when it was, but uh, hey, did you ever watch Nick Arcade? Yeah. Remember how that was cool? But also, like, it would have been way cooler if, like, the video games were, like, real. <laughs> yeah. Um. So what if I told you that there's a streamer by the name of Smite who every Sunday runs a game show called Arcade Pit that is basically just, like, a version of Nick Arcade that is, like, actually done by someone who knows video games. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And that I was on it a couple oh, weeks ago. How was it? It was super fun. And I want to I wanted I want to go back on it with you at some point with me. Yeah. Oh, oh uh, it, so you go on in uh, two by two teams. Oh, OK. OK. So it's it's a two it's a two on two team thing. So you go on there with a teammate. And um, so there is basically like you. The game is basically you move around a map and it's kind of like Jeopardy tiles. Yeah. You just kind of like move around on this map and every every tile has, you know, some of it, has, some of them have like nothing. Some of them have points. Some of them have challenges. I kind of remember. I Yeah, I'm is, is, I'm trying to I'm thinking of the TV show and I, I'm remembering there being like really awkward. I remember them jumping in place and stuff because it was you know, like the early 90s when they were selecting their board, wasn't there like a board or something on the ground? I don't remember Nick Arcade very well. The thing that I remember God. best about Nick Arcade was just is like all the, the arcade the machines weird, lined up. Yeah. The, the <laughs> arcade machines lined up and then they had that weird, like, like augmented reality. Yeah. Final, like final, uh, final that's what game I'm thinking where about. they had to like go through like the lunchroom food fight thing. <laughs> yeah. That's maybe that's what I'm picturing in my head where they're jumping in. Like, well, it looked really silly because, yeah, know, it's the 90s. But like, that's basically the feel of it. So you basically you go around the board and every time you go around the board, it's like it's kind of like Mario Party. You yeah, spin okay. a wheel and there's different mini games. And some of the mini games are just like do like pick a game and do a challenge. Ah, all right. Right. Um, And some of them are like Pictionary challenges where it's like, here's a here's a video game related prompt draw this and get your partner to guess it okay and it's stuff like you know i i think i had a prompt that was like toad wearing oversized cowboy like ridiculously large cowboy boots <laughs> and uh one of the prompts this wasn't in my game but one of the prompts was literally just the prompt is just get them to say digimon <laughs> That's literally what the prompt is. <laughs> so what did they just somebody just say digital monsters or something like what? Oh, no, you had to draw and you can't and a Pictionary rules. So you can't use oh, words. Oh, God, that's right. So you have to just draw something, but like make it look like a Digimon and get them to say Digimon and not have it look like a Pokemon. Right. So that, that was be, actually a lot of fun. I guess you just have to make it way more angular. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or the definitely. eyeball one. <laughs> Um, I don't know any Digimon. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. I know there's the one that looks like the little, like the little mini, di the little mini T-Rex guy. Oh no, the eyeballs from Monster Rancher. Yeah, that's the, the only thing I, what's, what the hell's a Digimon even look like? What's like a Digimon? I know yeah, the, that the, there is one that is a little mini T-Rex and that's yeah, as much as I got one. for you. It's like, it's like a, it's like an, a dumber looking Charizard or Charmander. I'm sorry, I've probably upset the Digimon fans. I don't mean 
I mean, yeah, but Digimon fans are perpetually upset, so it's fine. (laughs) Fair. Um, Is that a Pikachu? What is this? So there is, um, oh God. So there is, there's trivia where it's like (laughs) answer questions. And then there's like, and then there's a sort of name that tune. Like I'm going to play, I'm going to play this music and you identify what game it's from. Okay. Yeah. Um, there is, what's the, what's the, who, who does this or what's the name of the person? Uh, smite. Oh, that's so that's like might. Yeah. But with an S at the beginning. Well, yeah, there's all if I search that it may not come up though, because there's like a, a pretty, a fairly popular RPG or, uh, no, 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 not S M I T E. Like might as in like, I might, yeah, yeah, I I might go have lunch. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but nice. add an S to the beginning of it. Now I see it. Okay, that's that's cool. I'll have to check this out. Yeah, he. Uh, you can find the backlog of episodes on his YouTube channel, which is actually where I... So, Okami of Games, who... Um, By the way, when you were saying might and then adding an S, I thought you were just might, because M-I-T is also a word. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know why he's telling me that. I think I heard him. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know how to spell it. God. <laughs> I was confused for a minute. <laughs> yeah, that's I could I should have been more clear. I could have no, t- like we have a Discord fine. chat open. I could have just typed it to you, but you were literally sharing links and pictures and stuff. <laughs> it's like no, but just spell this. No, not like that. <laughs> that other English word. <laughs> no, that's so, yeah, yeah. I could have been. Clear he's too. super cool. It's a it's a two uh, it's a two on two thing. <laughs> um okami of games invited me like randomly and was like hey do you want to do this in like two days and i was like uh sure (laughs) so i learned about it real quick and now it's like that was super fun there's a there's a mini game called ai arena where it's basically just salty bet oh cool he picks a uh he uh smite picks a game where you can just set it to like computer versus computer and you just bet on who you think will win oh i like that that's fun um, there is, there's, there's like 15 different mini games. There is one that's just like play against smite and try to beat him in something. <laughs> and you can, uh, you can do it for less points. If you like, you can give him a handicap. Yeah. And have, make him like either like have to start late or he, he like can't use a particular button or some kind of, some kind of handicap that'll set him back somewhat. Sure. And then, like, you can do that for, like, less points. Uh, okay, cool. That's neat. Yeah, um, this this would be funny to do, I, especially because I'm uh, particularly bad at playing games in, uh, like, as, like, a like a, a forced setting like that. I'll, I'll be a total mess, so it'll be really great. We will absolutely lose. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> it's fine because, like, it's not like Cusa Grande where, like, there's prizes and stuff. Yeah, at, it's the just end for fun. Of the, at the end of the tunnel, it is literally just a game for fun. So it is. That's cool. There is there is no there is no shame in losing. Yeah, and there's there's nothing to be gained or lost, and the setup is really easy. Oh, really? Like shockingly so. Apparently, they have a they like literally just send you a zip file that has the emulator. The OBS, the the like the a standalone uh, a, a standalone thing with OBS, um, with all of the scenes already made, mm-hmm. and a uh, and a copy of Paint, 
because that's what you have to use for the for the drawing games. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, and it's all standalone and all just kind of like works together. That's cool. And so literally, it's just like and, and all the games that you need to that you need for, to play. Oh, nice. Oh man, they send you all the original copies too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, so, yeah, it literally is just like, here's the zip file. It has everything. That's All awesome. you have to do is just like you have three scenes in OBS. There is like the and and there's no camera. So it literally is just like there is the um, there is the game. There is the paint scene. And then there is like I, th- I maybe that's it. Maybe there's just like idle after that. Mm-hmm. And they're all already set up. So like the only thing you really have to do is make sure you're on the right thing. And then you just do the whole thing in a discord call. That's pretty rad. It's very cool. It was like I was worried about setting it up properly. And then I just like I just like unzipped it and it's like, oh, it's done. I okay. I have the entire rest of the day now. Cool. (laughs) So that was super fun. And uh, I I invite you to watch a couple of episodes of it and see if it's something that you might be interested in doing together because they he runs a show every Sunday. Oh, cool. Well, oh, almost so every Sunday. I think he's off this Sunday because of uh, GDQ. GDQ. But, but generally. That's fun. Yeah, no, that, that seems really neat. What a um, cool idea. That, um, I mean, I could go on for another hour because it's been weeks, but that's th- those are the those are the highlights of my of my last few weeks. What do you got? Uh, I played. Uh, I so I I don't know if I talked about this when we talked last. I don't remember, but I I bought a <laughs> Dragon Ball Z Xenoverse two for like a dollar. Oh um, yeah, you mentioned that at some point. Yeah, so I but it might have been like a couple days ago. So I've been playing that. It's been fun. Uh, it's it's very simple, but like for a dollar, I've I'm I've been happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I actually that definitely factors in right like if you got something for a dollar and it's like this is like a six out of ten but I'm enjoying it that's a really good six out of ten if it's a (laughs) dollar yeah that that makes a huge difference in terms of it's it's impossible to look at it objectively without being like yeah I paid a dollar for this because there are very few games that I wouldn't pay a dollar for like Mm. I mean they're they're you know what I mean I may not enjoy them but it's still only a dollar. But anyways, that's been a lot of fun. It's, it's actually cool to make your own little character and then, you know, shoot some blasts out of your hands. And then you're like, all right, I'm good. That's it. Yeah, for I, sure. Just like this is this is my Sonic OC. Do not steal. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, and I finally started to play a bit of the Animal Crossing update because I did a little bit when it first came out, but then kind of stopped. And yeah. that's been that's been really great, actually. It's so I played my sister has it. So when I was at my mom's over um, the, the Christmas the holiday and stuff, we were Leticia and my sister and I were all playing Animal Crossing. And that, that was a good time to kind of just mess around um, and with the new update and like design yeah. some stuff. I don't know. It's cool. it's, it's I, I am still impressed at this game and I, I'm I just like it a lot. I think it's the best Animal Crossing by far in terms of how much I've wanted to play it after after being quote unquote done with it. Like mm. where I'll, I'll come back a few months later and be like, yeah, hey, I, I could do that. Yeah, it's still like, fun. I could, I, yeah, so that's cool. Uh, and actually nice. I've been, I played a couple of Genesis games, which I'm sure we'll be talking about later in, Probably in, in will. the podcast. They were all games that I thought about playing and they're on the Switch Online service. I was like, oh, cool. I will 
I will use this controller that I purchased to play Genesis games on my Switch over it, it, instead of just the, the Switch controller, because that makes a huge difference in, in the quality of the experience, obviously. using the Yes, the, the Genesis official. controller is significantly worse. <laughs> so so that, that, was, that was actually a lot of fun, but I didn't play that many games, actually. Like, it was mostly just watching movies, and like we saw this new Spider-Man movie. Um, oh, how was that? Everyone it says cool. it's really good. It was really cool. If you like, if you like the Marvel movies, I mean, the, if for the most part you sort of you know what you're getting into, right? When when you uh, basically yeah. when you sit down to watch a Marvel movie, you kind of you more or less know how you'll feel at some point throughout it. But this mm-hmm. one hit all of those emotions very well, and it had a lot of cool stuff. And I'm I'm excited about what the future of the movies can be because of you know how they opened it all up with the 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 crossovers of the previous movies and everything um, yeah which isn't really a spoiler because i think everyone it's, already it's knows kind that. of known like they they basically put it out there in the trailers yeah um so that's as soon that as everyone cool. saw alfred molina as uh as doc ock it was like oh, okay we're doing it yeah exactly yeah and so that's that's cool to me because then hopefully that means they they, they have a lot of they can basically do literally anything they want now in the movies right like yeah. it does not matter they, they can they could actually just retell all of the infinity stones if they wanted to. not that they should but they, they they could do anything so that's that's kind of cool um and this is not well is it a spoiler I, I won't talk about it but the uh it opens up for some weird possible multi franchise possibilities in a strange way this is not anything that happened in the movie itself it's just my own yeah no i i know like once you it's like uh it's like when you bring time travel in it's like oh well now you can just now you can just mess with anything now that this it's like now that this aspect has been introduced you can extrapolate that to do whatever the hell you want basically sure and and in comic books that kind of idea has been around for a long time but in for the longest time people were like oh you can't do that in movies you can't do that in things people won't accept it or it's too weird or they won't be able to follow it or whatever so now it's like oh well hey People are fine with this, and in fact, people like it a lot, so maybe we can... And Disney owns, you know, a lot of stuff, so they could throw in some weird thing, like maybe Star Wars characters, or mm-hmm. like, who knows? I don't know. You could do anything you want. The next time that there's a lull in the in, in the, in the uh, summer blockbuster <laughs> movie franchise, they'll be like, well, hmm, what do we do? Oh, we'll just, just put, put Sora in Spider-Man. And <laughs> just put Darth Vader as the next boss. Like, whatever. And And you know what? It's stupid and totally just fan fiction, but 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 I'll I'll go watch that. That's but yeah, great. of course it is. <laughs> of course it's stupid fan fiction. Uh, so that's that sounds great. But yeah, no, that was fun. And other movies, mm, I mean, I, there's there, we watched a bunch, so I don't know. I'm not gonna list them all off. And besides, it's you know more of a video game thing, anyways. And these are we these can are... talk about movies. This is this is the like, what are you up to that you like? part of the podcast you can talk about whatever you want <laughs> oh actually you know did, was it you that recommended i check out chainsaw man no it was not you okay. it was not dude that comic it's a blast and totally stupid that is that is it's i think it's really dumb but man did i have fun playing along with <laughs> with what i've read so far <laughs> that i mean that's a valid statement like there are i mean I just got done talking about Zadette. I am 100% on board with giving a positive review 
of something that is, man, that's dumb with a big <laughs> smile on my face. Yeah, it is. It that's the 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 comic is basically about a a world where there's there's devils and regular people and people kill the devils, but some guy, some child, obviously, because it's you know manga. Uh, oh, okay. So he's like 15 or whatever. Sure. He, he gets fused with his pet devil um, in a way, and then he becomes Chainsaw Man. And so he's like, he's the, he's one of, at this point, I think he might be the only one or it's an extremely rare uh, situation where a person has become the devil as opposed to making a contract with one for whatever reason. And it's, okay. it's, it's really silly and over the top. And there's a lot of those, you know, there's some uncomfortable moments that is only... <laughs> that only work in a, a a manga and even then you're kind of like well maybe that doesn't need to be there but that's okay yeah. um the but but overall it's it's just it's a like very... this is this is here because it's considered culturally con acceptable <laughs> in the culture that it exists in but it probably yeah. shouldn't be yeah that's exactly what it is yes uh but man it, it was i i've i liked it a lot just i couldn't i couldn't stop smiling well you get to some of the parts because it's like yeah this this guy's gonna ride around on a shark that's fine <laughs> yeah good um, so good. that was cool and uh we started watching the my hero academia um uh the anime because i read i, I like mm. read the the manga and stuff when it comes up but we had never watched any of the the show and that's really cool that she says she's liking it a lot in fact we were watching it right before we started this earlier today which was why i had to go back and do some emails and stuff oh cool <laughs> but uh that's that's awesome if you like you know yeah i like stuff. uh i like my hero academia a lot i have not read the manga so i don't know what's coming but like the uh i like the anime a good bit the most recent season i think was somewhat disappointing but just because it, it, there wasn't just it just wasn't that much that happened sure yeah so that that's season but i think four? it's a super interesting five. world yeah, yeah I think it's, it's cool. season five so i think yeah because we're watching the i got the blu-rays over for, as like a gift so we we have seasons one through three i think right now um and then i i want to say four comes out sometime soon uh as the blu-ray but i i it, maybe we'll just watch it on a stream because then then because five is out so if you if you want it most up to date you gotta you gotta do the streaming stuff now Oh yeah, that's that's how that's how anime works now. You just yeah, like you get your your Crunchyroll subscription, or like for that matter, like Netflix is kind of killing it in the anime game right now. Oh, really? I still have a Crunchyroll subscription, but like the last three or four anime that I've watched have all been on Netflix. Oh, cool! Including JoJo, which also I guess is something that came out since we uh, since we last talked. Yeah, is um, is do you does they have it in Japanese and English, or how does that work? Yeah, generally. Um, oh, cool. I didn't know that. Uh, I don't know if they have, like... I don't know if they have the dub. Um, I Like, I think if a dub is available, they have it. But, like, I don't know if it always comes out with the dub available. Mm, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I personally like but watching like, it in Japanese anyways. Funimation is the, is the anime provider that I most associate with having dubs because they actually do them themselves. Yeah. Um, and generally, the way they do it is, like... The way they generally do it is like they will release the subtitled version because they can get that out in like a couple of days. Mm -hmm. And then like the the dubbed version takes like a couple of weeks. OK, that makes because sense. it takes they gotta longer get the to actually there. record it. Yeah, 
But like once it's out, like that comes out that has like a separate release schedule that's like a couple weeks behind the subtitled version. But they both you get them both. That's cool. So, yeah, I uh, yeah, my hero's good. I uh, I think the next season is coming out um, like in this coming year. Yeah, that that it's one. And I my understanding is that he sort of has an end in mind for the manga. Yes, uh, I've, I've heard the manga has entered the final like were there uh, arc based on what i've read so far that makes a lot of sense um so that's cool I, I like when they have an idea for an ending and then they actually get to the ending even if they end up restarting it again a few years later because you know ideas that happens money, mm-hmm. that's fine but i still like when it has sort of a hey i have i have this in mind i'd like it to like it to stop so you don't just keep going <laughs> or so you don't end up like uh kentaro miura and just not finishing and dying well, geez, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Which is, yes. so that happened with Berserk, and now Berserk is just kind of left dangling because it's just not done. And that's, yeah, yeah. What, I really say? worry. So I've been reading Hajime no Ippo for years now, mm-hmm. and that that has been running since like the 80s. Really? And and George Morikawa says like, oh, yeah, I think the story's about half done. And I was like, oh, my God. How, how can they have that? Half we're never, Good we're God. never going to get to see the end of this. Like, there's <laughs> no way. Holy it's crap. it's frustrating. So Hajime no Ippo, if you're not familiar, is That's a boxing. One? It's a boxing. Yeah. Okay. And it's very good. I've been reading it for I've been reading it for years. Not obviously since the 80s, but like probably since like 2014, 2015 or so. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really good. We're in an arc of the story now where our main character has retired. Holy he said crap. He, he said he would, uh, it, he's still like, he's still like of age. Like he's still in his, like his early twenties. So like he could keep fighting, but he's like, Oh, you know, like I, I want to help out at, around the, around the house. My mom needs help with her fishing boat. Cause she runs a fishing boat. And, you know, and also, you know, I told everybody that I would, uh, that I would retire after I lost my third match. And he got spoilers. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Sorry. <laughs> it only took 20 years. <laughs> well, the the thing is like what they're doing now, I guess the fact that he retired at all, is kind of a spoiler. Um, oh, fair. Um, the, so basically like where they're at now is like, he's retired, but he's training and they're like, Oh, they can do the Rocky thing. They're hinting very strongly that he is like actually in way better shape now than he was when he was fighting because he's kept up his he's kept up his his like conditioning and everything while he's been training. Okay, And, you know, he is actually learning more about boxing as a trainer than he did as a fighter. So he's like so now he's like armed with not only like better physical skills because he's Power rested and knowledge, and, but now he has how now he has the knowledge as well. So they're hinting like every couple of chapters, someone is impressed by something that he's doing. And he's like, holy crap, how good would he be if he came back to boxing now? <laughs> so like, it's obviously going to happen, but dude, he has been retired for like three years. He's going to be okay. That's that's so I just want to say that when a manga I'm talking or, about I'm talking about like real world manga time. 
right? Like when when manga has when characters age in manga, that means it's been around for too long. <laughs> no, like he hasn't aged that much. I mean, like the the point in the game where he actually was like, "Okay, I'm done. I'm retiring." Yeah. Was in like t- that chapter came out in like 2018. <laughs> oh my god. He he's th- yeah. I mean, I guess so. The the idea that he's halfway done then makes a lot of sense because he's 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 going to come back and win it all over again. Yeah, and that's that seems like that's where it's going. But like, my God, this whole arc of like, no, I'm retired. No, I'm really not coming. No, I'm really not coming. No, I'm really not coming back. Really he's for not. President. <laughs> it has it has been like three or four years, and everyone is just waiting for this retirement arc to get done. Like, and it's like, it up, okay, buddy. so at this point, like, they've been <laughs> foreshadowing it for so long that everyone knows he's coming back. So it's just like, okay, what's going to be the thing that gets him to come out of retirement? <laughs> like, is, like, is someone going to, is someone going to have to die? Is, you know, is one of his heroes going to lose in like a really, in like a really devastating way and he's gonna feel like he has to come back to like avenge them or something he's like, gonna be what, directly what is it asked gonna be? he'll be directly asked by one of his heroes after losing please avenge me yeah or I possibly or, or possibly like after winning it'll be like there's only there's only one person that i want to fight now oh yeah yeah of course like yeah is it is any it, is of there, those things are there is there any dark stuff that happens in the manga um Depends on how you. It depends on how you um how you define dark. I mean, like Um, someone's not going to like kidnap his wife. No, no. There's there's no real like I would say generally speaking, there is not really an evil. Okay, that's that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, yeah. So there are there are antagonists. There are people who are like there are people who are like you know dirty fighters or like not nice people. But nobody. There's no like. There's no stakes on that that go beyond like just just the world of boxing. Okay, so that's 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 why I was wondering if it won't go into something like that, like that sort of <laughs> I will route, say probably. that uh one of the one of the motivations behind Ipo retiring when he did is uh fear that he might be suffering symptoms of CTE. Oh, which I thought was actually kind of interesting that they even addressed that at all. Yeah, but is, you know, they've kind of dropped that and we're like, oh, well, it's fine. You're fine. He's better than ever. <laughs> he's actually better than ever. He just needed rest. He's, and now he's, he's going to end up coming back. And so, like, any attempt that they were going to make to address that with any sort of, like, serious, uh, with any sort of, like, serious, like, no, they will It'll be in the middle medical approach is, is that's it's gone now it'll be in the middle of one of his matches where it becomes the focus of one arc like where where now suddenly it's a really big problem again because yep. you know it's an important match and that's how you make it uh tense for the people reading mm-hmm. oh no he's his starting CT- to get dizzy he's getting <laughs> all of, all of his knowledge is not helping him now mm-hmm. <laughs> now he just needs guts no he just needs yeah, exactly he just needs to he just needs to no not the big sword guy <laughs> now he just needs to he just needs to you know dig down into his fighting spirit i mean to, that's how to that carry works, him right? through 
That's how that's how you solve most medical problems. Yeah. You just rub, you just you just dig deep. Yep. Rub some dirt on up. it. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. Maybe he'll get hit so hard it will go away. Yeah. Like he'll just punch it out of his head. If he just uh <laughs> if he just, you know, if he just grits his teeth, the pain <laughs> will go away. your teeth and bear it, okay? Yep. <laughs> to be fair, that does work in shonen anime really well. It does. It does work really well. It that's that's actually how you solve all of your problems. Gritting your teeth and letting the fist hit you in the forehead. <laughs> Thank you, girl. Is Lyon. like the strongest counter strategy. <laughs> oh man. That's fun. It's it's always impressive to see how long certain series have been around i mean like one piece obviously is kind of mind-blowing in terms of yeah that, right like what i don't but even it, know how long one piece has actually been going but i know there's like a thousand episodes of the anime now which is crazy i think it's it started after it was like the 90s so it's actually yeah not as old that sounds as, right uh i know uh, people were really into it when i was in college and that was like the mid-aughts so mm-hmm. so um, i know it was already pretty big by then but i don't I remember reading something that it's like one of the best selling fiction medias like in existence. Yeah, in like, the like world. The high, ever. Like yeah, like the highest selling mangas and yep. in books in general. It's um it makes that list of like, you know, with Harry Potter's and the Bible and all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's oh. it's definitely in that uh it's definitely in that sort of stratosphere. Yeah, you know what? The, the same best one, one is like Demon Slayer outsold the Demon Slayer by itself outsold the entire American comics industry. Yeah. a couple you years know, ago i think in 2019 yeah when it was yep yeah i do remember reading something about that and you know it's nuts you know one of the most prolific authors like in terms of how much money their their series is worth i i, I did not think i wouldn't have guessed this but if you had to take a guess of like an author that writes a lot of books but then also end up you know they've sold like millions and millions of copies it's a I, I you've probably heard of it before. It's like a kids sort of like young adults horror series. Oh, R.L. Stein? Yeah, that dude's like number one. I That's, had no... that you know that doesn't real. I wouldn't say that really surprises me. Well, when you hear it, it's not as but surprising, like that's not what I would have thought of. Exactly, I didn't realize that he sold like like hundred like you know a hundred million copies or whatever. Like <laughs> I didn't think of Goosebumps as being that big. But I, I, I suppose they did make a motion picture about it, you know, way after the fact yeah, that yeah. I would have ever assumed. And there's like video games and stuff still being made. So they must be still selling. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like there's like a new generation of Goosebumps stuff that we just like. Oh, no, there's a ton. I didn't actually know that either, that there was th- there's like he's still doing it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and there's all different series like there's there's been I don't know, there's like 20 or 25 different iterations of Goosebumps. Like, you know, with different subtitles or whatever. Um, and that was a, I don't know. I, I that, that came about when I had read the thing about One Piece being big. So I was curious and I looked it up and then I saw the thing about Goosebumps. I was like, oh, hey, how about that? I know this is yeah. a couple of years ago, though. But uh, yeah, that's definitely not what I would have guessed. No, yeah, it, it was not even on. Like I said, once once you say it out loud, you're like, oh, OK, that makes sense. But it's not. It yeah, have it's been not the... like it's not completely out of left field. Like mm-hmm. he is popular. I just like wouldn't have pegged him as like the top one of the of, mountain. Like one of the top. Yeah. Well, and it's one that I 
I guess and, I figured it was just like Animorphs. Like I thought it was just yeah, something yeah, that yeah. was when I was a kid and that's it. Like I yeah, didn't realize that, it was still going. I think going. that's the big thing is like I have neither of us have really thought about it in years, mm-hmm. but it just kind of kept on going. Yeah, and that's I think that's why it took me by surprise that it's like, oh, oh, this is still around and it's still going strong and this dude's worth like a billion dollars or maybe not that much, but like hundreds of millions. <laughs> you know, huge yeah, difference yeah. there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> once you're over a hundred million i don't know if it matters except to the people that it really doesn't it really really doesn't i mean like once you're over like 10 million it doesn't really matter that much like nothing that happens is actually affecting your quality of life anymore yeah unless you're making silly choices on what you purchase like once you can live off of once you can live off the interest comfortably of whatever you own like whatever you have then 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 it doesn't really much matter. Yeah, if your if your savings interest is paying your mortgage. <laughs> yeah, and your life. Yeah. <laughs> then you're, you're uh go. it's at that point that it's like, yeah, it doesn't really matter how much more money you make. No. <laughs> oh god. All right, well, so, I think we're I think we're pretty well caught up. Is there yeah. is there anything else you wanted to touch or is it time for Musha? Oh no, I'm ready to touch Musha. That's That sounds weird. Wait. <laughs> Fine, let's go to commercials. So, Musha, how long ago exactly was it that you played Musha? Because I know I played it like last night. Yeah, I played it like close to a month ago at this point. Okay, so that I feel like that's kind of a problem because like. I don't think it's particularly memorable in a lot of ways. (laughs) So why don't we start with like what you remember and I will. I will kind of like try to work in some more details as we go. Sure. So, so I, I remember a really kind of, okay. So this came out in 1990. So it's, it's a very old game on the Genesis. And that to me made it a little more impressive because like, you know, this is, yeah, it's an early Genesis game and it looks really good. It does look really good. I thought it looked really good and I thought the music was awesome. And yes. I remember the opening cutscene being kind of dumb, but sort of fun yep. that they even had an opening cutscene at all. Like, I thought that was cool. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I, so I feel like playing this now, I agree with you that it's not super memorable in terms of if you were to give me, like, hey, list your favorite in 15 years or somewhere, like, hey, list some cool Genesis games. This wouldn't even come to mind. But if I were reminded of this game, I would be like, oh, no, that's a cool game. Yeah, that's, yeah, definitely. That's sort of where I, I, think I it will completely. Sit. So, like, in terms of like talking about the specifics of it, I think it's difficult to. I think it's difficult to look back on it and be like, "Oh yeah, that specific thing." Because that, like, the thing that is fresh in my head right now is mechanics. Yeah, and yeah, I don't think them. That, I don't think that like it's a Musha is a vertical scrolling shooter. Yeah, it's it's a shoot 'em up. Yeah, it's Shump. a shmup. Shmup. Um, and yeah, like a, like what, like 1942? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like actually, a, uh... I, when I played it, I was like, man, this are kind of, it, I remember really loving Tiger Heli on the NES. Mm. And it turns out these people made the arcade version of that. So I was like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. But yes, it's it's very much that style of game. It's it's what really stood out to me when I played it the first time was the the music and how it wasn't a super punishing game in the beginning. Like Mm -hmm. I felt like I could actually play this and feel like I was making a dent in it. Like 
and I'm not great at these games at all. I'm, I'm, I, I enjoy them, but I'm fairly bad at most of them. So it was sort of fun to play it and get through a couple of stages without cheating and mm-hmm. then revert to cheating so I could actually finish it. <laughs> yeah, I did the whole uh, I did the whole like save state at the beginning of a at the beginning of a stage. Yeah, yeah. That, because yeah. this is a this is a thoroughly arcade style game where it's like three lives game over and it's long and it's, it's long. Like, it's like a 45 minute or something shoot 'em up which feels really long to me. Maybe I just haven't played that many, but like well, I dang. mean like it's like what seven stages or so? Yeah. And and they're they're long stages. They're like, long they're not, stages. The, they're the long fights. busy stages. Man, there's a lot going on in some of them. Oh, dude, the the part that I thought was really neat was the end of the first stage, I want to say. You're on you like you fight some robot thing. Um, you do a lot of fight. Of the... Oh yeah, we should point out it's a it's a scrolling like you know top down shmup. Um, but instead of playing as like a a plane or a jet or something, uh, you're a you're a mech. You're a sweet little mech. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't really affect the game very much because th- it's still just a very very standard. Um, it, it's still a very standard just top down shmup. It changes. But your nothing. hitbox is bigger. <laughs> you have a, yeah, and and you have. I, I still don't understand how the power-ups work. I have no oh, idea. Oh, I actually... Okay, so th- I was confused about that for a couple stages as well. Mm-hmm. and But it actually turns out it's super important. So I can go into that if you'd like, because I think that's actually one of the more interesting parts of the game. Yeah, th- I was. I just wanted to say that when you f- you fight a big robot on these like gray panels, and when you beat the robot, the panels mm. f- like fall away into yes. a, like a river of lava. Yes. And that is so cool. Yeah, that was a cool effect. I, I took specific notice of that because... It at first looks like you're just it sets the tone of like being in some sort of like factory type area. Yeah, because you have these like little got like, metal steel plate like panels on the stuff. ground. Yeah, yeah. And then like once they fall away and it shows that you're basically like over a canyon, a big like river, a lava river canyon. Like that is a very, very cool visual effect. I thought that was really neat. Yeah. And it's like the st- actually it may be the start of the stage. I don't remember anymore. It was. It was whatever it was. It was, was definitely awesome. after beating something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You definitely beat the you beat like a, a big. I remember it being like a like almost like either a, a boss or a, a mini boss turtle shell boss or something like yeah. that. Like it had a, a cool back thing. I don't know. But that was that was neat. And what else stuck with me? Yeah. The the power up system, like I said, I, I didn't really take too much stock in what it was because after I, uh you know, got uh decently far and then died actually it wasn't even that far i think it was probably not even much after that but uh then i was just cheating so i didn't really care i didn't like <laughs> take too much stock in what i was getting i just shot everything and picked up whatever i could and <laughs> yeah no it. that's fair yeah <laughs> that is understandable uh the power-ups i think are actually really neat the um yeah please go into it so it's kind of contra style Ah, okay. Like the late, you know how the later Contra games are like, if you pick up the same thing more than once, you get an enhanced version of it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So you have your, you have like basically your blue, red, and green power-ups mm-hmm. and they all do different things. And if you pick up a different color than the one that you have, it will replace the power that you have. But if you pick up oh. the same color as the one that you have, it will power up. That makes sense. Sure. Your it'll make it a stronger version of it. Wait, what do the little like the glowy ones do? Like you know how you some you shoot that thing and then it spits out like four. Yes, it's what, little, what are those 
four little glowy things with like kanji on them. <laughs> yeah. That is essentially fuel for your little option bots. Ah, okay. So that's how you that's how you get the option bots. Gotcha. Which did you mess around at all with changing the firing mode of the bots? Yes. Isn't that the coolest? Yeah, I thought that was really cool. I, I, so I guess that's, I don't know. I, I actually thought this game was pretty neat. Like, I feel like if I had played this when it came out, or at least around then on the Genesis, this would be one of those ones that I, I remember fondly. Because it yeah, seems like absolutely. it's pretty, it's, it's easy now, or it's harder now to say that it stands out because. Because uh, there's just a lot of games like it. Exactly, but I feel like... But it like... does some stuff that I've not seen before. It does some, like, genuinely unique stuff that I that I actually really like. Yeah. yeah but, the, I, the like, if I'm looking at it cool. objectively, when I say it's not particularly memorable, I mean, like, at the end of the day, it is still a top-down shooter, and there's some cool mechanics, and there's some cool visual effects, but it's not ultimately, like so far and away different than it's not like its contemporaries that it's like gonna that it's gonna stand out and i'm gonna be like oh man but musha though yeah no it, it doesn't it doesn't have like that uh ikaruga effect right where it's like, right 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 where you're right. like holy crap this is insane i'm changing my thing and i'm absorbing bullets and oh my god yeah. this is such a mind bender where yeah, that yeah, will yeah. like that experience will stick with me forever because it was such a cool thing. And even if you haven't played it before, you would play it now and be like, whoa, that's that's wild. Unless, of course, you play a bunch of these and that's not actually that crazy. But I, it was always a... That, yeah. That will be stuck in my head as something that's really cool forever, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think that... Um, I think that the, the combination of the stacking power-ups... The stacking power-ups, like, okay, whatever. You've got the one that is just like a big laser beam that goes in front. You've got yes. one that is a force field. And you've got one that is like sort of chain bombs that go out in front of you. Mm -hmm. um, I think that the I think the force field is really good because it blocks a lot of incoming projectiles. Um, I thought that the cluster bomb thing, the red one, is best for actually dealing damage. Mm -hmm. And I did not find a use for the green one because it just shoots out in front of you. And you're already shooting out in front of you. And I didn't think it did enough extra damage to really make a difference. <laughs> however did you at any point switch your little bots into free mode is that when they're like kind of just like going around it felt yes like? yeah yes and they just they just go around and they're just like independent yeah they're like doing their own thing they're doing their own thing and they're really good at it i thought that was super cool that is super cool and i played the first stage with them on free mode and i was like why would you ever not have them on free mode <laughs> Like, this is so good. Look at it. He's just sticking, like, he is, like, just sticking to the front of this boss, like, velocity matched with him, and just, like, shooting him constantly. Yeah, it's pretty they just, awesome. Like, they just, like, stick in front of him and just, like, shoot, 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 shoot. And when there's, when there's stuff coming in from the corners, it just, like, they are so good. However, they take damage. Yeah. And they die. Yep. yep. And in the later stages, you send them out onto uh, you send them out on free mode, and they just blow up immediately. <laughs> yeah, it's fun early on, and I honestly, I've I like these games, but I like playing them as an arcade game where it's sort of oh, I can play this for five minutes and then I I'm actually yeah. done. Yeah, like yeah, I've yeah. I've I don't think I've ever sat down and played a shoot 'em up and then and actually died like like really finished it, it. Yeah, never ever in my whole life. Because it's just Did not... you finish this one? 
Oh yeah, you know, no, I did. Fin- yeah, okay. but I meant, I meant legitimately, like, no, like I know for real. Where, yeah, like no, this- I, I, I use save states too because the, you know, I wasn't gonna. I started playing last night, and my intention was to be done in like an hour or two. Yeah. So, I was definitely not going to sit there and like perfect every stage and do the whole thing from the beginning because, you know, they make it that way so that you will spend twenty, thirty hours on it and not two. And mm-hmm. I wanted to spend two, so that's what I did. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So it's it's that aspect of shoot 'em ups, like past the first couple of stages. I I don't. It's it's hard for me to judge them uh, or yeah. judge this one against other ones, only because that's not something that usually happens for me. Right, right. <laughs> and it took. I was probably three or four stages deep before I actually figured out how the. <laughs> Before I actually figured out how the power-ups work. Right, yeah. And I didn't look up the manual or anything just because I was like, yeah, I don't care. I'm just playing this for fun. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I will say as a... I'm So I'm thinking about this as a tie-in to the Genesis on the Switch. And I think yes. it's pretty neat that it's part of that collection. Like that to me makes it a little more interesting than just a random game um, that we decided to play. Like it's kind of, I think it's, it's cool that it's... It's definitely like it is very much exactly the type of game Mm -hmm. that Nintendo would put on these collections. (laughs) Yes, because like it's actually pretty good, but also like nobody's heard of it. (laughs) And it's not that good. It's just like like it's all right. Yeah, like it's it's fun, but it's like there are there are games that people want more than this that are not there. No, but you're getting this. But this one was cheap yeah, and is pretty good. And it's it's pretty good and it's and it's I think I want to say it was released on the Wii Virtual Console. Yeah, I mean there I, were a lot of things on it, so I, that's not surprising. And true. also like the uh the companies that put it out, I think were probably fairly cheap to get the rights from. I'm going to go with yes yeah, since I don't believe one of them even exists anymore. And maybe even either. I think Compile still does, but I don't think they're well. Compile weren't they? Are oh no, they're defunct in two thousand and three. Oh well, I I stand corrected. Jesus, that's a long time ago. They made R type. Oh, that's sad, but makes a lot of sense though. Maybe the, they only uh, made the I did notice I the know. the power up system in this is actually like every time I would get the every time I get the little bots, mm-hmm. the little the little drones. Yeah, like my my brain is saying option oh, yeah. because like I cannot play a, a a scrolling or space type shooter without thinking about Gradius because mm-hmm. yep. Gradius three is like the that is like the game that all of these games are judged by, even though that one's horizontal and not vertical. It's it's uh, it's side I mean, to side rather than top down. So it's, it's very different, but also not that different. Yeah, it's 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 in the, it's definitely the same category of game. It's not yeah. like a, you know, and I think that's partially comparison. I think that's partially why um, Nintendo put it on the collection as well is just because it, you know, that's it gives the it gives the collection some variety, right? It's not all just platformers. Yeah, and it's and I think it's it's cool that it's I think the part of the fun. I know a lot of people want, you know, they want the big names that they remember from these of course, and from, they will the get games. them on a drip feed over the course of the next couple of years. 
yeah, and I, I think that that's fun, but at the same time, I'm actually more excited in some ways for titles like this, not because I think that they're better, but just because I haven't played them. Yeah, no, I, like, I definitely agree with the idea of, like, I mean, we talk about it all the time. The whole point of this podcast is discovery, uh-huh. right? It's all about, like, hey, I didn't know this game existed, and it's actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was able to have that experience with Musha, and I am glad that I did. Yeah, there, I, there was genuinely some stuff in the game that made me that made me kind of like, you know, the feeling that is accompanied by like your eyebrows going up and being like, oh, oh, oh hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, I had <laughs> oh, a couple a, of those, and I was like, hey, that's all right. That's a cool visual effect. All right. Yeah, it's or the, like once the once the um. Once the mechanics started to click, it was like, oh, it, oh, it's like that. Okay. <laughs> the the I, I really enjoyed the, you know, it's it's weird. So the the Genesis soundtrack, we had kind of talked a little bit about it, how it's, it you know, it, it accompanies that speed metal feel or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those weird things where there are moments where, where you're listening to, you're like, man, this is so awesome. It fits so much. And then as, if, if the game goes on too long, I guess you didn't experience this because you, you, uh, you didn't have sound you said for the second yeah the so game. i had a i had a weird thing i could not fix it and i was not about to start the game over again no no sir but like i was about like i was about like midway through the game i was on like mission four towards the end or five or something like that yeah and um and i paused the game and when i unpaused it there just wasn't any sound and i was mm-hmm. like i don't that doesn't seem right uh, nope so I and I was like, well, my choices are to just accept that and just go through the rest of the game without sound, which is ultimately what I ended up doing or Did like you, start over. Were you playing it on um, uh, one of the collections or was it like a standalone, like an emulator or it was an emulator? OK, OK. I, no, I, I, I looked to see if it was in the uh, if it was in the, the Steam collection and I couldn't yeah. find it. Yeah, I don't think. I didn't think I it don't was think there. it is. So that was that was one of the other things that like that kind of adds the so it, sort of neatness to it is that it's kind of it is it has only been I want to say on the Wii and now this and obviously the the original console and stuff. Yeah. But in terms of collections playing it now, you either have to get the emulator or or, or the Switch online service, which does make it a little bit cooler in terms of not cooler, but like it's a it's a it's more unique. I bet it was a I bet it was a hell of a lot easier to uh, to rewind. <laughs> <laughs> rewinding time i cannot tell you how much i have enjoyed this this evolution of playing old games because i just i don't i am bad at these games i am genuinely not a very good video game player unless it's a certain genre or like something you know that i'm that i am good at so i'm yeah, quite you're, happy you're bad to, at everything except the things you're good at i realized that as i was saying i was like i don't know how to save this so it's just going to come out stupid uh, <laughs> But but I love it. I cannot tell you how much I enjoy the rewind feature. I I had fun playing through Altered Beast and uh, 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 what was it? What did I play? Strider, Shinobi. Mm. Like it was it was so cool to. to I play played these NES games. Strider. I've never played Genesis Strider, but there's a lot of Strider. There, yeah. No, actually, this is Genesis. That's true. The the box art is it, it's the <laughs> it might be the most memorable aspect of that game in America. Oh my god, that box art. Um, but uh. It, it follows suit with the it follows the the Mega Man the early Mega Man box art where it's like let's put a 
a huge like a an awkward looking dude on the box of this mm. cover it's especially funny your first strider because you know it's definitely supposed to be a japanese guy but this guy is super american with a little weird short sword yeah for sure <laughs> um, but, but i enjoy that anyways the, the the as was the style at the time right it's nothing it's not a knock on the artist it's more of just yeah well that's oh how it it's goes. To, for me it's a knock on the style at the time <laughs> fair <laughs> do you do you know what the strider looks like hold on i, I just want to send this to you because it's it's really silly i was gonna say i don't i it's not coming to mind it's a oh very, yeah this is yeah no i've seen this <laughs> it's a very silly image it's like, um it's on like a it's on like that any like nes mega man one box art Yes, level. except it's to me it's it's even sillier in a way because the way that his head sits on his shoulders looks like they they took the head and moved it down a couple of inches. What they like edited? I don't know. It it just doesn't fit. Right. It's all it just feels all wrong. It's great. This uh, is this is a very style at the time image. Yeah. If you all would like to look up the, uh, <laughs> if you all would like to look up the the box art for uh, Strider on Genesis. Uh, you will probably not be disappointed. Yeah. Though I don't know what you're expecting. True. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's it's this is we're at the uh uh the, the the magic of early box arts. So what does Musha stand for? Oh boy, I saw it and I've completely forgotten, but it isn't it is like a because it's one of those backronym things, right? Yeah, where, yeah, where yeah, yeah. I don't remember what it stands. I guess we should look. Metallic Uniframe Super Hybrid Armor. Nice. Doesn't Musha... Uh, uh, oh, yeah, okay. Musha means warrior. Yes. So this is this is definitely on purpose. And there there is, as you go into the game, there is definitely... I feel like this must have just been a really popular trend mm. on uh, in Japan during, like, the 90s. Okay. Because, like... <laughs> like scat... <laughs> No, 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 not the, not the, not the acronym thing. Oh. Um, the, like, let's put mechs in ancient Japan thing. Oh, yeah. The sort of, like, this sort of, like, site, like, this sort of, like, techno-punk mech past thing. Sure. Because, like, boy, <laughs> there is some real strong, like, classic Japan, um, you know, sort of, like, Sengoku era ninjas and samurai like you literally are flying through like a giant ancient Japanese castle where ninjas are popping up out of panels in the floor <laughs> yeah, but like ninja the, mechs what's the what's the name of those those ah, what's the name of the the masks oh Tengu uh, yeah yes yep um and, and yeah I'm, like I'm a, sure there a, are a, like yokai references that I've missed in there somewhere and like all like a, kinds of stuff yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so like that stuff is all over the place everywhere. And I feel like I didn't bother to look into the lore of this game, but like it's clearly intended to be like a a very Japanese um like sort of historical but mech type of situation. Mhm. Yeah, so there there is a I believe there, I mean, there's some kind of story, um, of course but I think, there is. but I don't think it really matters. Cause so my, okay. I, th my understanding is that there was a, the, a game called 
Aleste or Aleste or something like that, okay. which was came out a bit earlier that by the same familiar. company. So it's another shoot 'em up. Sure. Um, and then this, because in Japan, this is called Musha, I believe it's Musha Aleste. So it's like. Oh, a like warrior. a sequel. Yeah. And then it's like Full Metal, full metal Fighter Eleanor. Um <laughs> Oh yeah, a... that's right. There's the big there's the big Samus reveal at the end of the game where your pilot was a girl. <laughs> right, exactly. Yes, yeah. So it's 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 a I, I don't I think it's a continuation of that story, which is I mean, I don't know how much of a story all of the story in a shoot 'em up has to happen either right in the beginning or right at the end. Or which the it manual. does. And it's it's always <laughs> one sentence just explaining what your next mission is. <laughs> But it's always like really, it's always really basic stuff. Like now it's time to go after their headquarters. <laughs> right, now, we'll, yeah. now we have to find their leader. It, this one did, at least it's, it's kind of cool that, that did they get you at the end of this game? Like, so you, you, you fight the boss, which would have been horrible without rewind time in my world. Um, where you have to it like, is yeah i i that was one area where i did like a mid i did like a mid stage save state at the mm-hmm. at the boss and i did do the whole boss like from the beginning i didn't like save state during yeah i mean if you're willing to do it more than you know honestly the, the truth is when it comes to these save states and rewinding time is if you have the patience to spend a little bit learning the patterns these games aren't impossible i just i don't have no. the patience for it anymore <laughs> no but like the the pattern on the on the last boss is like very so interesting note i had a very clearly unintended experience oh why with um with the final boss um so the the phase of the final boss where there's a big ass purple ball floating yes. around that kills you <laughs> Yeah, the giant bowling ball looking thing. I don't know. Yeah. So here's a fun thing that that moves in a pretty predictable pattern. Sure. And you just kind of have to like, you know, you just kind of zoom back and forth and just get around it. Right. Yep. Um. So let me tell you something special about the level four red power up. OK. Um. So the red power up is the bombs. Yes. And it starts out as missiles, and then they once you get them to like level three, uh, you get uh, their cluster bombs that go out in like a, a sort of like W like three way um, pattern, okay. and they go out like a little ways from you, and then they explode. And when they explode, they do a little cluster bomb thing straight forward, so it becomes like this little like pronged attack. It's very good. I like it. Mm, that sounds nice. Yeah, it's very useful. Um, does a ton of damage. However, oh, the stage four, which I believe is the maximum, I was never able to get it past that. Um, quote unquote upgrades this by replacing your middle bomb, the one that goes out straight in front of you, with a gravity well. Oh, that pulls in stuff from around the stage. To be right in front of you so that you can just like shoot it and do more damage. Sure you can blow. Yeah. That's actually awesome. It works on the bowling ball. What? What? But not in the way that you think. Because <laughs> it actually <laughs> just yanks it from wherever it is. <laughs> and pulls it really fast. Oh, towards God. the gravity well from wherever it is. Oh God. And it still has a hitbox. 
And you can't destroy it. <laughs> and you can't destroy it. So I spent the first like 10 attempts on that boss wondering like, what the hell is going on with this? What the hell is going on with this bowling ball? It is just warping to my location and killing me instantly. Why is it like this? And it turns out it's like this because I'm making it like this. <laughs> to be fair, that normally those kinds of hazards don't get affected by like a, a weapon like that. Like, in a game that would not be that would not have been my first thought either. Yeah, like, apparently why? the way it's coded is like it is coded like a just a normal know, enemy or projectile. like a normal enemy that just doesn't have a hitbox or whatever. But you can the gravity well it doesn't go out very far in front of you. Yeah. So I just kept I, like you just it's a shooter, so you just hold down the fire button. Yes. Right. And you're just shooting the whole time. So I'm firing out gravity wells over and over and it is moving back and forth. And then it's like yanking towards the middle. And then like, I would notice like, oh, it stopped doing that once it took my, once it took my, uh, my power up. Oh, we didn't mention that the life system is like when you have a power up, it counts as an extra hit. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Which I like a lot. Yeah, me too. Um, it's kind of like losing your Mario mushroom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, I mean, pretty much exactly like that. Um, so yeah, I was like, oh, well, maybe it's supposed to just, maybe it's supposed to hit me because it wants me to do this without power-ups. I'm like, that's stupid, but it's the only thing that makes sense right now. <laughs> and then I realized that it was reacting to the gravity well, and I was like, okay, we're taking a different weapon now. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And it wasn't just that. It wasn't just that it was, um, it wasn't just that it was like moving to where the gravity well is. It also changes its trajectory to right, the point was... where like the, the, like the direction that it bounces would change. That's what I was going to, that's what I was wondering is if it messed up the, the actual mechanics of the bouncing pattern. It absolutely <laughs> does. And there were a couple of, there were a couple of occasions where I was essentially soft locked. Because it was bouncing up and down vertically, perfectly vertically, specifically on the left or right edge where I like there wasn't enough time for me to actually get in and um, and hit the, the little green orbs on the side. Oh, my God. Because it was just bouncing back and forth in that area. So I was essentially soft locked because there's no way to like get in there that tight. <laughs> And it what did that a couple heck? times, and I'm like, this is busted and stupid. And then I realized that I was doing it. But then I realized that they let me do that. Yeah, no, it's stupid. Like, that is actually, like, programmed in the game to let you use that power. And that power does that thing in the final boss fight. I, I and mean, imagine if you had played so well that you got to the end of the last stage with full power-ups, and then the full power-ups just kill you. I bet you I wouldn't even be surprised if it was like the thing is just coded as the other enemies, like however they programmed it. And like it just has that tag of whatever the other enemies are tagged yep. as. Yeah. And then they never tested it with that weapon or something like that. And then they, they, they didn't even meet like it wasn't an on purpose decision. Like, hey, hey, this will be great. Right. Like, yeah, it was probably just a oh, hmm. oh, well, <laughs> yeah, I I assume that it is basically a I assume that it's basically a mistake based on like the way that that thing's coded mm -hmm. and they just didn't test for that. But boy, that's an easy thing to find. 
man, that's a, that's quite the mistake. And it, it really like, once I figured that out, like that fight became a lot easier, but the little chase sequence where you're going down that little corridor and it's just sending out instant kill. Yeah. That's, that's pillars the part that on I was the like, left and right. It's like, man, that would be frustrating. That. like that sucks. Yeah. Well, did you get, did you get tricked by the end then? You know, you kill the boss and you're like, doc with the mothership and you're flying in space. And then the, then the, another boss shows up. Oh yeah, it's the it's the like it's the black mech rival character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that and okay. So that guy's cool. That that tricked me. I was like, oh god, there's another thing to do. I mean it wasn't super hard, but it was still cool that I like that I think it would have annoyed me. I mean me. I died to it once or twice. <laughs> um yeah, but I meant it wasn't like a it wasn't like a it didn't have a ton of life, I guess. Yeah, right? it's it's not meant to be like it's not meant to be the final boss. It is just like this is the rival gotcha. character that you already beat. And he's like and he's like, with the last of my strength, I'll try to take you down with me. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a it's a cool little thing. Well, and then and then you get like there's there's a there's a power up container after you fight him. And, mm -hmm, yeah. and it's you wondering, oh, God, is there more? Am I yeah. done? And you're just sort of nervous. <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting way to, to end the game. And I, I think it's actually I think it's actually kind of neat. Like that there was more like actual cinematography. Yeah. And like for, for lack of a better term, like there was thought put into the way that they actually presented stuff in the game. And I thought that was I thought that was actually really cool. Yeah, and, and she's she's totally recovering and ready for future adventures. <laughs> yeah, you know all of those future adventures <laughs> that she definitely had. Oh, <laughs> honestly, like I, I wouldn't have. I I think this game's good enough to deserve a sequel. It's just like, what would they have done with it other than just more? Yeah, I mean that's pretty much how I feel about most shoot 'em ups. The the game, yeah. The game essentially like over like it more or less overstays its welcome by the third or fourth stage. It's like, yeah. OK, we're just doing more of this again. And that's that's but that's, kind of, that's that's what I was alluding to yep. by earlier. Just that, you know, that's just my it's not my favorite genre, but I always get a kick out of playing them for a little bit. Yeah, they're they're definitely like I feel like they are games that casually are just fun to like put the proverbial couple of quarters in. And play for a while. Uh, it also definitely has the uh, the Gradius problem of once you die and lose your power ups, mm -hmm. just give up. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because the later stages are built for you to be fully powered up and just bombing the hell out of everything. And it's it is made to be still like difficult in that instance. Yeah, with all of the power with ups. all of the power ups. So if you if you die, you basically go back to level zero on everything and then you just lose all the rest of your lives. So that was basically me every time I would lose my first life and then just like boo, 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 boo. <laughs> like the rest of them just go. Yeah. Rewind time. Yep. I think that that's 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 Musha. There's oh, there's one other thing that I oh. wanted to say mechanically, and it's Please. very short. That is basically Musha. There's there's not much else to say. Mm -mm. Uh, the one major one major flaw that I see with it mechanically is um, the with any shooter like this where there's a lot going on, it is absolutely imperative 
that you clearly like you clearly show a distinction between your shots and your spam and enemy spam. And boy, Uh, is it hard to tell the difference between your spam and enemy spam. That is true. It's especially if you have the little things just floating around shooting stuff wildly mm-hmm. too like mm-hmm. it, it does get that that's a great point their shots their um the the enemies the actual like the enemy like ships and stuff are easy enough to find that's not a big deal yeah but there is definitely i had a number of instances where like i didn't know what hit me mm-hmm and then, you know, part of that is just getting used to the game. But part of it is also part of it is also like their stuff blended in with my stuff. And it just wasn't easy to tell what was actually coming at me at any given moment. Yeah. Yep. So that is that is one of the most important things. If you're going to make a really difficult, like punishing shooter like this. Like you have to you have to put a lot of thought into the visual design so that when the entire screen is full of bullets, you know which ones are the bad ones to avoid. <laughs> that that is genuinely genuinely very helpful. Or generally. Well genuinely too. Both. Both yep. G's. Yes. <laughs> and uh and I thought this game did a particularly poor job of that so i was i was a little frustrated with that it it still doesn't um i would say that it makes it definitely um it makes it a game i'd be less likely to want to actually like play and learn seriously no i would yeah i would but it doesn't make it any less fun to play casually it's definitely fun just to boot up try it out and then you don't ever have to play it again i mean i don't even honestly i'm not even sure i would encourage somebody else to honestly like fool around with it just to put your ships in free mode in that first stage and just watch them play the game for you yeah that's cool because that's, that's super actually really cool. neat yeah but yeah that was the last thing i just wanted to i just wanted to say that i was frustrated with the with the uh visual design of not being able to tell what's actually hitting me most of the time but it's a it's a it's a minor gripe <laughs> Well, it's a fair, it's, it's a minor gripe, but a fairly huge problem. <laughs> yes. Again, like a, a major gripe. If you're playing the game seriously, a minor gripe, if you're just fooling around with it casually, which is really what I recommend that you do anyway. Yeah. So when we think about, um, ending music here, I, oh yeah, I, I know it's, well, not I didn't fair. hear half of it. So it's not, it's not fair to the game at all. I, so I think the boss music is pretty cool for, it was, I, I don't know. Now I don't remember if all the boss music was the same. There is a boss like like I want to say half of the game that the boss music felt particularly exciting. For from that can be the intro or you could do the opening music, whatever. But actually, what's on my mind now is just Sonic Boom. <laughs> I, I, wanna, I mean, I mean, if you're strong, you can fly. You can reach the other side of the rainbow. All right, it's it's Sonic Boom. There is Sonic only Boom, one Sonic game. Boom. There's only one podcast that we recorded. That was a specific game that was like a specific game podcast where we ended it with the wrong music, the wrong music. <laughs> and it was Super Mario Sunshine, which we ended with the DK rap because you just wanted to. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's Sonic Boom. <laughs> I will do this if you want, <laughs> but I need everyone to know that it's your fault. If you, and or credit if 
if you listen to Sonic Boom and you are now upset at me because you listened to it, that is your problem.